point. Now, Mr. Ndozi, uh, what is your reaction to the determination by the Treasury yesterday that the President will have to pay back 7.8 million rand for non-security upgrades at Nkandla? Well, Sakina, we, we think that it's very little uh, taken into consideration, as it was mentioned, the amount of money that uh, was spent on the non-security features. But also, you know, more worrying is the attitude of the president uh, that Jacob Zuma throughout has been, uh, you know, uh, an unrepentant person who tried to avoid paying this money, yet to be forced to pay it, yet to be brought to a court kicking and screaming, refusing to pay, and then also in the process undermining the powers and the reputation of the public protector. This is a person who has done a lot of damage. Uh, he should have been, uh, you know, uh, made to pay each and every cent because he has been unreasonable uh, in relation to this matter. But also, uh, above all, what's important about that uh, judgment, Sakina, is uh, he, he must not just pay, he must pay and still resign as president of the Republic of South Africa because he, in the whole matter of Mganja resulted in him undermining and violating the Constitution of South Africa. So he should, he should step down uh, as president of South Africa. Otherwise, we're going to have to be forced, and the leadership of the EFF is considering this, we're going to be forced to press criminal charges because uh, part of what is here is, is that he has admitted to guilt. So this is not the end of the road then as far as the EFF is concerned? It will be the end of the road when the guy is out of the leadership. You know, uh, President Mbeki over the weekend was speaking uh, in the book launch and he said that nobody takes South Africa serious anymore. Uh, you know, South Africa is becoming a laughing stock in the continent and everyone is asking what went wrong. Uh, and how could they take us seriously? when our president violates the very constitution that he's supposed to protect. Uh, he turned us into a joke. And this is not a matter of EFF. Every South African of conscience, none, regardless of which political party they belong in, would like a day where Zuma steps down. And this, this, this money that is being proposed by Treasury and the court uh, papers today just reminds us of that, that... He must pay back the money, every cent of it, but beyond, he has to step down from the president. Is that a reasonable request, though, uh, considering that uh, there were other people involved in uh, the building of Nkandla? Uh, the SIU is actually currently busy with investigations. So is this about President Jacob Zuma personally, or is this about uh, perhaps the abuse of state funds? It's both, Esakina. Uh, the man is a troubled soul, uh, an unrepentant, unrehabilitable convict. You know, I mean, there's no sign of repentance on his part at a personal level. There are criminal charges he's facing in relation to the spy tapes. They are going to come back, and the courts have just ruled uh, 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 that uh, he must answer to those charges. There's this in Ganja matter. Uh, him as a person uh, is not, you can't save him by saying, okay, pay back the money, that will rehabilitate him. No, he has to step down and probably go to prison. The 
that might be the thing that saves him. Uh, and of course, in the process, you're making an example about that if you touch public resources, there will be implications to you, which is something that his conduct has sought to undermine, as we have seen in the Constitutional Court judgment. That's why they say he violated the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa, because he, in the way in which he dealt with the matter of Nganda, uh, you know, he was, not, he was not assisting in the restoration of the rule of law. So you're not happy with the amount that the president has to pay back? If you had to put a monetary value on it, how much must he pay back? Look, we think that uh, it, it ought not to have been less than 50, 50 million, taking into consideration each and every one of those items, the five items that were non-security featured. Um, but the matter that is above it all you know, is uh, you can't just say at this stage Zuma must pay back uh, the, the time of the recommendation when uh, the public protector made that recommendation, there was a hope that, you know, the man will see the wrong, the man will return from, you know, and, and then, you know, pay back because it was about a reasonable amount. But we have been dealing with a, a person with, who's an, whose attitude has been unrepentant, who tried to run away, who tried to undermine. He should have been made to pay each and every cent of that money that was done there. But after that, he must step down from being the president. And if, if he doesn't, we're going to have to force him to do it, either through a court process uh, or otherwise. Thank you so much. Uh, that was uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters uh, National Spokesperson, Mbuyiseni Ndlozi. And joining us now is uh, from the Democratic Alliance, uh, National Leader Musi Maimane Spokesperson, Mr. Mabine Siabe. Thanks for your time as well. Uh, good morning to you and the listeners, Sakina. So let me ask, are you satisfied with the amount that the Treasury determined the president has to pay back? Well, we would have loved for the president to be liable for all of the money that was uh, stolen from the people of South Africa, that almost 247 million rand uh, worth of money spent on uh, one man's house uh, in Uganda. Uh, we had determined uh, late last year that the president was liable for up to 52.9 million rand uh, taking into consideration all the non-security upgrades. But this is a determination that was made by Treasury, and it's now in the hands of uh, the Constitutional Court to either accept or reject uh, this figure of 7.8 million rand. And uh, as the DA, you say that Treasury's determination is just the beginning of the road for uh, President Zuma. Kindly elaborate on that. Indeed, this was an act of corruption uh, performed by the president and those associated with India. Money was stolen from the people of South Africa. Therefore, there's a criminal element to this. Hence, uh, our leader, Musi Maman, has laid charges in terms of the uh, prevention of corrupt, uh, prevention and combating of corrupt activities act uh, against the president. There were eight uh, separate charges in this regard, and we've asked questions to the justice minister as well as the police minister uh, with regard to this investigation. And uh, the, the, the answer that we get from them is that this uh, investigation is at a at an advanced stage. Uh, the indication that we're getting from them is that there have been people uh, who have been questioned uh, regarding this act of corruption that took place at Nganta. So the president has a criminal case to answer for, and we are still of the strong view that uh, this case must be wrapped up uh, as, as quickly as possible so that we can see the president accounting for this money that was stolen from the people of South Africa. The EFF goes as far as to say they'd like to see President Jacob Zuma step down, leave office. Uh, what is the DA's view on that? 
President Jacob Zuma shouldn't have been president uh, from the get-go. Uh, this is a man who has a checkered past. Uh, we've seen when he came into office, he was well as uh, the charges of 783 charges of money laundering racketeering were irrationally dropped against him. Therefore, he should have never seen the inside of the union buildings. Uh, but our call still remains that President Jacob Zuma should not be in office. He violated the constitution as well as his oath of office uh, by ignoring the findings of the public protector and not protecting the people's money. That's my money. That's your money. That's uh, money that South Africans worked hard for and money that people expect to be used on service delivery for building roads, schools and hospitals. Instead, this money was used uh, to build one man a palace there in Gantla. And um, I understand the DA will also be pursuing a civil claim against uh, the uh, chief and Kandla architect, Mr. Minentle Makanya. Tell us more about that. Well, this was a, a, a coordinated uh, a corrupt act. Uh, a number of people were involved. Uh, the architect who was appointed by the president himself uh, was involved in the escalation of, of, of cost here. Therefore, he should also be held liable for his involvement in uh, this corrupt uh, scheme to build the president a house at the expense of the people of South Africa, especially at the expense of 8.9 million uh, jobless South Africans, uh, many of whom have become jobless under uh, Jacob Zuma's uh, uh, reign as uh, president of South Africa. So this is not the end of the road for this matter. It's, it's, it's not over. Uh, we await the, the, the rejection or acceptance from the uh, from the Constitutional Court in this regard. We wait the outcome of the various uh, uh, corrupt, corruption charges that we've made against the president and the civil claim that will be laying against architects in this regard. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Mabine Siabe, who's the spokesperson uh, to the DA's national leader, Musi Maimane. And joining us on the line now, ANC spokesperson Zizi Kotwa, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Sakina. Thanks very much for having us. Mr. Kodo, how do you respond to the opposition parties who say they are not satisfied with the outcomes? And as far as they are concerned, even the amount is unsatisfactory. They expected it to be a lot more. The National Treasury Report is a sequel of the Concord ruling, which ordered that the National Treasury must make a determination, a determination which was not made by the public project, among others, except, except to say the public protector in her remedial action had said the president must pay a reasonable percentage, one, two, to pay a reasonable cost. And therefore the calculation was done. So the matter, it is between the national treasury and the court. And I think the question you ask is clear to us that whilst we see this matter a step closer to finality, because there are no disputes now in terms of the matter before the court at least, the president made the undertaking of payment, and the court then said, Let's get that amount. The question was how much. The issue is before the court now, the court to either to endorse or to reject or whatever. If you were to take the issue of Uganda from the public uh, discourse politically, in fact, you will take one of the campaign tools by some political parties. They will become more relevant, they are more irrelevant, but they will become more uh, out of space in terms of what relevance would be in politics in South Africa because they've been using this issue over a period of time, not only this election. It hasn't worked, it hasn't helped, it has changed the psyche of the South African masses. Our point of view as the ANC, that this uh, report by the National Treasury, it is but one step closer to the to, 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 to finality on the issue of Uganda, at least as in relation to payment.
And uh, does the ANC believe, like the opposition parties, that uh, there's a criminal case to be answered by President Jacob Zuma? The issue is not before the court. Now, what is before the court? Firstly, was the issue about powers of the public protector. We've got all clarity around that issue. The issue was payment. Now that the issue of payment is being resolved by the court, new issues arises now. He should not have been in court. He should not have been a president. He must resign. Clearly, from the point of view, the issue is now being defined uh, for other narrow political objectives, which have got nothing to do with it before the court. For us, the president has made an undertaking, and that undertaking, the president will follow that undertaking, and matters before the court. We don't want to postulate about other political agendas outside of the issue that is before the court. And um, given what uh, the DA has indicated, that they will be pursuing um, uh, civil claims and uh, also taking these matters further on to the courts, is that a high price for the ANC to pay, especially in the lead-up to elections? A lot has happened. A lot has happened even in 2014. And I think the speculation that Tum says, the old rage felt that uh, many returned the obituary of the ANC. The ANC is strong. Uh, and I think what would have happened between then and now, uh, other people may make an assessment that it had an impact in the ANC. It hasn't. These issues will come and go. Political parties have got a right to raise whatever issue because President Zuma has become a target of political parties for obvious reasons. And I think as the ANC were competent that will win overwhelmingly the upcoming local government elections with the president as the face of that uh, those elections. What happens after that is an issue for political parties to consider for their own uh, 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 sustenance because beyond the issue of Nkanda, they don't see anything relevant about them. And just before I let you go, uh, Mr. Kotwa, uh, just uh, the uh, situation at the SABC. What's the ANC's response to what has been happening at the SABC over the past couple of weeks? We are concerned about issues of management at the SABC, and we have expressed that, that at a number of times. That it will appear that from outside there are issues of instability, issues of management, and I think that creates a bad perception about the, the national public broadcaster. But however, specifically, we responded to the issue recent of Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, we know him well. I mean, he's been one of the seasoned journalists. And we would have expected that uh, he would appear from his conduct. That there seems to be something that outside that he's pleasing. You can't jump the ship and then say all the things about SAPC. He had all the rights to raise the issues with the board, with the management, with the minister. Those channels are not used. Then you jump the ship and say all the, the things that he himself probably is guilty of, of corrosive atmosphere, uh, taking wrong decisions. We don't know about those decisions. It leaves us as a public, not just as the ANC, to speculate what are those wrong decisions. But of course, there are issues that might be sought out at SAPC on issues of management. But we don't think senior managers must take advantage and put the name of the SAPC into dispute and allow themselves to be used as tools to bash the SAPC. And what about the content issues raised in the letter? Is that something that the ANC is interested in engaging on? Absolutely. Precisely the issue I made earlier, that uh, there are issues of management, there are issues of editorial policies. But I think from government point of view, we hope that over time they will interact both with the recent uh, development of Chile, but with some of the developments that happened over the recent period.